You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello and welcome to Radical Disruption. Whether this is your first time tuning in or whether you've been here with me since the very beginning, hello. I'm so glad that you're here and I'm so excited to chat with you today. I just have to say though, this week, so technically this episode celebrates the one year anniversary of the launch of Radical Disruption, which is absolutely wild. And I just have to give you a big thank you every single time that you post on Instagram stories, tagging me that you're listening into an episode or you direct message me or anytime you even listen in and you don't DM me or you don't post on your stories, just anything that you have ever had to do with this podcast episode, just thank you. It means the absolute world to me and I would not be here without you. And it is just still so wild to me to this day that people tune in to my podcast to listen to me chat Um, But thank you. It's just an absolute dream. And I guess it's a dream come true because we're here, you and I, making this happen right now. So thank you again. Um, Just absolutely wild to be celebrating this. And also, if you haven't tuned into the last two episodes, specifically episode 53, I talked about how I'm doing a giveaway to celebrate the one-year anniversary of Radical Disruption. I'll also be sharing that more on Instagram. So make sure you are checking in on Instagram this week to be entered into that giveaway. There's a lot of different ways to get entered. You can do all of them. You can do one of them. Um, One of them actually is part of listening to this episode as well as last two episodes. So that's a very easy way to get an entry. You don't even have to post anything. You don't even have to tag anyone. Um, And it'll make more sense if you go back and listen to episode 53 there. Um, But there's also lots of prizes. So again, just come celebrate with me the one-year anniversary of Radical Disruption. So with all that being said, though, today's episode is all about relationship building on Instagram. So I'm going to run through five ways to build relationships on Instagram. And this is going to be quick, very easy, and very tangible things that you can implement today on your Instagram account. So number one is ask questions in direct messages. And you're probably thinking, what? What do you even mean? Um, Or maybe you're thinking, I don't get any DMs, which I'll get to that in just a minute. But what I mean by ask questions in your direct messages. So when someone responds to one of your stories, or maybe they tag you on stories, instead of just saying like, thank you, or I appreciate it, or whatever it is that you normally use to respond to that, maybe you just send some emojis, like some heart emojis, which also not bad. None of those are bad things. Like, great that you're responding. But if you really want to build relationships, respond with a question. So let's just say that someone responded to one of my stories and I was posting about overnight oats and I was meal prepping these overnight oats and someone was saying, oh my gosh, I love overnight oats. Instead of just hearting that message or just sending like, I don't know, maybe an emoji back, I'm going to ask them, what is your favorite recipe for overnight oats? And I'm going to start a conversation with them. This really shows that you are taking the time to care about the people who are messaging you. And again, I'm not saying that it's bad if you just say thank you or I appreciate it or if you just heart the message or if you just send emojis. Like, I'm not saying that there's anything bad about that. But if you really want to build relationships with your community, 
take the time to get to know them, ask them questions. And does this mean that every single person who DMs you, especially if you're um, a larger account and you get a lot of DMs, does this mean that every single person who DMs you, you need to then respond with a question and then have like a huge conversation with them? No, that's not at all what I'm saying. This is especially if you're at the beginning of your Instagram growth journey, though, your account is a little bit smaller and you don't maybe have as many direct messages coming in. This is such a great way to start building those relationships. And if you are a bigger account and you do have a lot more DMs, maybe choose like a few DMs per day where you do start a conversation with people and you do ask them for, you know, feedback, opinions, even just simple things about their life. Like, if someone responds to one of my stories about the weather, I might say like, where do you live? Or like, what is the weather like where you are or any of those things? And again, it's just like going the extra mile in, even though it's not anything that's like actually that hard, just asking a question, right? So that is number one, ask questions in response to the direct messages that you get. Number two, ask for people's opinions and feedback. So if you were listening to number one, you're like, hey, that is great. I'm going to do that when I eventually get DMs, but I don't get DMs right now. What can I do to get people into my DMs? This is it. Number two, ask people for their opinions and their feedback. I did this the other day on my stories when I shared my office, which is a very plain, empty space. Basically, there's just a desk, a chair, and my ring light and my treadmill. That's basically all that's in this office. It's very, very empty. But I asked on my stories and I kind of shared, well, I asked people for their opinions on my stories, but I was sharing what my plans were for this office. So I was like, should I put these felt paneling on the wall? Should I put this pull down bed build out thing on my wall? Like, what should I do with this office space? And I asked for advice on what to do. And this wasn't like, oh, I'm asking for advice um, just to get people into my DMs. Like that's, that was not the intention or purpose. It was more so um, that I actually genuinely needed help. And I was like, these are the best people to go to ask because they're also people who have, you know, probably a home office of some sort or have ideas that they can share with me. So when I asked for advice, there were a bunch of people who direct messaged me and were sharing like, hey, you should do this or hey, you know, if you do this, make sure you think about this or you also have to do this or I've tried this in the past or so-and-so did this. Like there was so much feedback and advice that was so helpful in my DMs and people feel so connected to you when they do this. And I love, there was this concept that one of my mentors shared in the past and she called it the shareholder concept. And she said, you want people in your community to feel like a shareholder in your business. But what does that actually mean? You want them to feel like, they've been a part of what it is that you're building, whether that be an offer, whether that be, you know, your office build out or whether that be your business or whether that be your brand, whatever it is, you want them to feel like they are a part of it, that they're connected to it. How do you make them feel that way? You ask for their feedback, you ask for their opinions, you ask for their advice when they give you those things. And then whether or not you implement it, they still feel connected. Now they're even more likely to tune into your stories. They're more likely to check out your offers because they have been, they've had a say in whatever it is that you've built, which is so powerful. And I promise that the people who have responded to my office build out and they were giving my advice and giving feedback, which if you did that, bless your heart. I don't know why it is such a struggle for me to figure out what to do with my office. Um, and that's why I haven't done anything for two years that we've lived in this house. But if you've done that, thank you. But I promise you that the people who have given that feedback, they're going to be more likely to tune into my stories and see what it is that I'm doing with my office because they now feel even more connected. They feel like a shareholder in what it is that I'm building, right? 
And same thing goes for like, if you're building out an, an offer, what is a great way that you can make people feel connected to that offer? Ask for help. What should I title this offer? or name this offer? What should the tagline be? What should, what branding colors should I do for this offer? What should, what graphics should I use? You know, this one or this one or this one? Um, What is more enticing? Like asking those types of questions, people are going to now feel a lot more connected to that offer. So I love that shareholder concept. And that plays so well into this. Again, people love sharing their opinions. They love sharing their thoughts. Um, And if you're not getting very many direct messages, try this a few times a week and watch your community interactions increase. But I will say little disclaimer here, it's going to take time, especially if you're not getting a lot of interactions in your DMs right now. It's not like, oh, one time I'm going to ask for opinions and suddenly people are going to start direct messaging me. No, it's going to take time. And if you're a larger account, again, this concept still applies to you and it'll be probably even more effective for you um, because you already have that interaction built up, right? Number three, lean into the things that you do often. I want you to think about hobbies that you have, routines that you love, things that you love and hate. Um, Share those things. But something I want to say here is you don't need to share it all. I want you to choose like three to five things that you do often that are very, very easy to talk about. What I mean by that would be things that are already happening in your day-to-day life. So do you have a morning routine that you do every single morning or most mornings? Do you have some sort of hobby that you do a few times per week? Is there some sort of habit? Like for me, I go on at least one walk a day. I can share that. That's something easy for me to share because it's something I'm already doing, right? I don't have to go out of my way to do this thing. Um, And the reason why I... And encouraging you to really lean into these things that you're doing often is because when people see you share that and there's that repetitiveness in it, um, it becomes something that people can come to expect on your Instagram account and they're then going to feel more connected to it. So for me, again, I love going on walks. I share about that really often. People will tag me on their stories when they go on walks um, because I post about it so much and it makes them think of me and so that is a, such a simple way where they feel more connected to me because of something that I'm already doing, but I'm just being more intentional with sharing that thing there. Another example would be if you have a dog. Every time that I share a dog, people, um, especially when I was sharing COVID, my dog a lot more, people would send me pictures of their dog all of the time. <laughs> um, they would also, like, I can't even tell you how many times people send me like pictures of dog mugs that looked like my dog. Um, they would screenshot things on Pinterest that looked like my dog or things that they thought my dog would like. And again, it's like now I'm top of mind, but I'm not just top of mind for being an Instagram expert and a business coach. I'm also top of mind for being a human being (laughs) and a person right now. People feel connected to me, which helps them to feel more connected to my brand, right? Because if you are a business owner, specifically a service-based business owner, odds are pretty high that you are building a personal brand, aka you're building that brand around you. And so you want people to feel connected to you. How do you do that? You really lean into the things that you do often. So again, my little takeaway here for you, the little challenge that you can implement, choose three to five things, look into your day-to-day life, your week-to-week life. What are the things that get really repetitive and lean into sharing those things more often. And yes, it's going to feel repetitive on your end, but here's the thing. The repetitiveness is powerful. That's how you become memorable. Repetitiveness creates memorability. Remember that. 
All right, now let's pause here for a second because I have the very last keyword to give you for the giveaway. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, again, listen to episode 53 for more information. Um, At the very beginning is where I explain that in episode 53. So the keyword is club, C-L-U-B. And since you now have all three keywords for the giveaway, you can now officially DM me with those three keywords to claim your five entries for the giveaway. Okay, now back to it. Number four of relationship building, get honest and vulnerable. I don't know about you, but the people that I feel most connected to in my life are the ones that are not afraid to share failures and mistakes that they've made and also not afraid to share their thoughts. And if I were to guess, that's probably a huge reason why you tune into this podcast is because I'm sharing failures, I'm sharing mistakes, I'm sharing hard things that I've navigated through. And if I were also to guess, you feel probably pretty connected to me because I'm sharing those things. And so the same thing applies to your niche, to your business. And I don't care what business or niche or industry that you are in, there are things that you can get honest and vulnerable about that are going to help your audience feel more connected to you. Now, I'm not saying here to share your deepest, darkest secrets, but do share what's going on and get open about it. And there's this really great reel, and I can't link, obviously, inside of the episode itself, but I'm going to link it in the show notes. Um, It's from one of my one-on-one clients that she does this really, really well where she gets honest and vulnerable. And I have three prompts for you. So here's your little tangible takeaway from number four. There's going to be three prompts that you can think about posting, whether this be in a reel, maybe it's a carousel post, maybe you talk about it in a caption, maybe you just talk about it on stories, maybe you really challenge yourself and you go live on Instagram, maybe you send out an email, like there are so many different places where you can share this, it doesn't just have to be inside of a reel, but I'm going to share that real example for you below so you understand what I'm talking about here. But also a lot of these podcast episodes are really great examples of how you can implement that into your life as well. Like, what are the things that you failed at recently? What are hard situations you've navigated recently? All those different topics are things that you can share with your audience. And things here is it doesn't have to be necessarily related to your niche or your industry. It can be something that is in your personal life, if you feel comfortable sharing it, that was, um, you know, a difficult situation that you've navigated. And maybe you do connect that back to your niche, or maybe you're just like, hey, I'm a human being. Here's something that I'm going through and have that not connect to your niche at all. And that's totally fine. But okay, no, now back to these three prompts that I said I was going to share. So these three prompts are things that you can post about, again, anywhere. It could be stories, reels, carousel post to really get honest and vulnerable. Prompt number one, what is the last failure that you had, big or small? Talk about it and share two things. I want you to share two things around that failure. How did you overcome it and what is something that you learned from it? Prompt number two, what is something that you teach people to do that you've either also struggled with yourself in the past or you're currently struggling with right now? And talk about either how you're navigating it currently or how you've navigated it in the past. Prompt number three, what is something that is being talked about or being taught or done in your industry that you disagree with? Share that. Okay, those are your three prompts. Number five here. 
in terms of relationship building. This is the very last one. Share your beliefs. What things do you believe in outside of your niche, inside of your niche? What mottos do you live by? Um, an example of this, one of my mottos for 2024 is stacking income and stacking memories. And my purpose behind that is that while I'm making money, I also want my business to make money. And you're probably thinking, wait, what? So yeah, as I'm making money, I want my business to also make money. So if I'm on a one-on-one coaching call, I also want to have passive income set up in the background so that I'm making money while I'm making money. And then for the stacking memories part is while I'm making money, I also want to be making memories with the people that I love. So that's my model for 2024 is stacking income, stacking memories, okay? And that could be something that I would share on my Instagram stories. I have shared this on my Instagram stories, but for example, I could share this on my Instagram stories if I've never shared it. Like, what is your motto for 2024? And now that's going to help people to feel more connected to you. Here's the thing. When you share those things and your followers have similar beliefs, maybe they have similar mottos, maybe they then want to adopt that motto, want to adopt that belief, they're going to feel more connected to you. And even if they don't want to adopt the motto or maybe they don't have the same beliefs, you can still influence them and help them to get to know you better. And Abigail Pugh and I also, if you're listening to this and I just slaughtered your last name, I'm so sorry. Um, Love you to death and um, future episode with her coming very, very soon. So super excited about that. But we were just talking about how Milk Made Farms, that's her Instagram handle is Milk Made Farms. She makes us want to drop everything and start a homestead. And that's a perfect example of this point number five in action. So Selena, she's the one that runs Milk Made Farms. She shares her beliefs about food and she her belief is that it's easier and cheaper to make it and raise it yourself. So she's a homesteader and... Um, Abigail and I, we just feel really connected to her because she shares her beliefs. Anyways, that, that I just had that conversation with Abigail like, I don't know, like two or three days ago. And I was like, that's a perfect example of relationship building. So I just wanted to throw that in here. Now, not every account is going to make you feel like you're connected to them. So I really want you to think about the ones that do and the ones that don't. What do they do differently and tune into their Instagram account and even write out a list of things. You're like, hey, this is what makes me feel connected to them. For example, I'm going to give you three accounts that I feel connected to. Number one is The Blonde Chronicles. That's her Instagram handle. Her name is Carly. I think in my offers, I've shared her a lot. I talk about her a lot, um, especially inside of IG University. She does a really good job with Instagram growth, her content, and all that good stuff. But if you've never heard me talk about her before, love her to death. Her name is Carly. Um, She shares this thing on her Instagram stories multiple times per week where she eats Cheesecake Factory cheesecake and she talks about it and she reviews the different kinds of cheesecake that she's eating. And I love watching her stories to see what it is that she's going to share and like what she's going to be reviewing and the different foods that she's tasting. And that's not even relevant to her niche whatsoever. She is a hairstylist and a hair educator. And so her sharing this on her Instagram stories It's a great way for me to feel even more connected to her, even though it's not something specifically tied to her niche. Now, the second account that I love tuning into is Carrie Locker. Um, That's her Instagram handle. So Carrie is very, very, very active on her Instagram stories. Probably one of the most active people that I follow in terms of like posting on Instagram stories and being very consistent with posting on Instagram stories. 
she's very open with things about motherhood and her opinions about different things. Um, and every single time that I watch her stories, I legit feel like I'm sitting down to chat with a friend. I love it. I watch every single one of her stories. <laughs> I probably shouldn't admit this because if you go look at how many stories she posts, there's a lot of stories. But I watch almost every single one of her stories every single day because I'm just addicted to it. And what she shares is so informational. It's so helpful. It's so relatable. And she's so giving. And you can also like feel her personality through the way that she shows up on her Instagram stories. And then the third and last one is at Honeywave Creative. And I actually had her on as a podcast guest in the past. She's amazing. Her name is Bailey. And she is so good at taking you along on her day. So what is it that she's doing on a day-to-day basis? Um, Really from like morning until she clocks out on Instagram, you're coming along behind the scenes of her day. And she shares what website she's working on. She's a website um, designer, branding, all that good stuff. She's so talented. She shares the things that she's working on. And I just love tuning in to see them. And then on her feed, her reels showcase her personality and they always, always, always without a fail, bring a smile to my face. So those are three different accounts and I follow them for very different reasons, but I feel connected to them for very different reasons as well. So, um, you know, Carly, it's for her fun cheesecake journey. Carrie, it's for her honesty around motherhood. And Bailey, it's honestly because of her personality and really taking me behind the scenes of what it is that she's doing. So there's so many different ways that you can build connection and relationships with your community. It's just being really intentional with the way that we're showing up and also recognizing too, like our own consumer behavior of like, what people do we feel most connected to? Why do we feel most connected to them? So I hope that those five things were helpful for you. I hope that you go check out those three accounts that I just mentioned. I'll also have their Instagram linked down below in the show notes so you can go check them out. They're really awesome creators. But again, relationship building is about so much more than just responding to comments on Instagram and responding to your DMs. It is thinking about the things that are going to make people feel most connected to you. So really lean into that. Take these five things, actually implement them today and throughout the rest of this week. So I would say choose, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, choose one of these five things, each of those days, implement them and put it into habit. And that's where you're going to see the most results from this because relationship building doesn't happen overnight. Building a community doesn't happen overnight. Think about the friendships that you have in your day-to-day life. Did that just happen after the first time that you hung out? Probably not, right? It's going to take time. Same exact concept applies for when you're building community and relationships on Instagram. So I hope that this was helpful. Um, Let me know if there are any of these five things that you implemented and they were successful, which I know that they will be. But let me know your experience. Shoot me a direct message. Shoot me an email. Any of those things I would love to hear from you. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.